0: Introducing Built to Last, a new podcast by American Express. I'm Elaine Welteroth, and I'm excited to host the debut season where we will be deep diving into the stories, history, and continued legacy of small businesses that shape American culture. Through these important conversations, we'll hear how the Black business leaders of our past have inspired today's Black-owned small businesses and communities. Join us for the debut season of Built to Last on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
1: Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Surface. Introducing Microsoft Surface Laptop Go. Available in three colors, its thin light design, built-in HD camera, and touchscreen turns any space into your workspace. More at surface.com slash laptop go.
0: Welcome to another episode of the 300 Second Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Kyle Maggio. Here today with my co-host,
1: Jensen Cole. What's going on, buddy? Not much, Kyle. I'm a little jazzed up from uh, some tempers flaring already early in the MLB season, like we predicted. Like, like we predicted, I did say. I I, I must say I, I had Astros. They came out to a little lead. I was like, Yeah, I may have uh, I may have pulled this pulled this call off. First time the Astros were underdogs in 88 straight games. What a remarkable stretch. Granted, it's against the Dodgers. Who, if there's going to be a team in the league that they're going to be underdogs, it's going to be against the Dodgers or Yanks and uh the lead joe kelly wasn't even on the dodgers late in 2017 when the dodgers astros had their uh had their world series matchup that went to seven great world series he wasn't even salty about it because he wasn't even on the dodgers so this is just he did every joe kelly did everyone in baseball a favor by throwing at the astros like i said they were going to do i just thought the astros were gonna get a lot of base runners and then drive them runs in they unfortunately lost their lead and lost went one and one yesterday glad you got your win on the dodgers I was half right with predicting how it went, just didn't get the outcome right.
0: Yeah, so I, normally we don't like to spend too much time uh, on the previous reminiscing games, but this was a particularly fun game because, yeah, so, you know, Correa and the, the Astros come out swinging, right? They go up early, and then I'm having a blast. I think it was in the fifth inning, and they just it was just single after single, just 5,000 yep. cuts, single after single, moving it around. They walk Mookie, run comes in. Anyway, big inning for the Dodgers. I'm already feeling good, right? So... Just looking for them to lock it down. Nothing more. Anything else at this point is a bonus. It's in the back of my mind. You know, everything we talked about yesterday about this is the first time since the news and that they're meeting up. And it's in the back of my mind that, like, it, it might happen. But I'll always just right. wait. You know, coronavirus stuff. You never really know how everybody's feeling. Maybe they don't even get into it. Maybe they don't feel like brawling and getting close to each other. Who knows, right? And then yeah. Joe Kelly comes up <laughs> like a psychopath. And then just does what Joe Kelly does. And I, I watched the replay a few times. And you can see, like, the wheels spinning as he doesn't have control. And he's just like, ah, I'm just going to start throwing at these
1: guys. He really did not have control over his pitch. He's like, screw it. I'm just throwing at him. I'm he just, th- everyone I'm just in baseball throwing at him. him.
0: And, and everybody got excited. Everybody got, you know. It's, I, so I, I'm excited. It seems like all is right. Uh, MLB fans woke up with a big smile on their face. I don't want to hear about uh, the dangers of throwing at anybody right now. You can't, You can't cheat to that degree, and then not expect, you know, the consequences
1: of your own actions. Right, don't you throw yourself. out their head. Don't injure them. I'm not, I'm not condoning throwing out other players, but you cannot act surprised at what we saw last night. Joe Kelly has kind of always been a hothead. I'm a huge Sox fan. He was on the yeah. Sox on the World Series team, and, and uh, I was sad to see him go. They told him they weren't going to pay him, and he found a home in, uh, in L.A. Good for him. It was just cool to see him be the unsung hero uh, yesterday in that, in that matchup, but was not a socially distanced bench-clearing somewhat uh, confrontation brawl uh, to say the least but anyway one and one yesterday we're six and two on the season still positive still profitable six and two is a nice stretch for their first eight games i'll take it i think it was a shot worth taking for underdogs astros again first time in 88 straight games you're getting an underdog it is what it is we're moving on eyes uh, ahead
0: so i actually was going to kick this off with a different game that i wanted to toss your way however uh, i just it just jumped off the screen now i, I must have missed it right before we were uh you know, talking before this spot. First game that I want to throw at you now. Just going to keep you on your toes. Hit me. Diamondbacks, Rangers. Did not even notice we got Bumgarner, Lynn. And off principle, I need to bet against Lance Lynn. Uh, so I don't mind that line that I'm seeing there. Minus 105 on the money line for uh, the Diamondbacks with Bumgarner on the mound. I'm okay with that. Uh, I don't think the Rangers are particularly threatening and especially <laughs> not Lance Lynn. So that's... You meet, first one I'm taking. That's a 405 uh, first pitch, so that's the first one of on. mine.
1: I like taking an early game if you're going to parlay anything. That way you can hedge it. If you hit the first game, then you can hedge it against a, a later game if you want to lock in some profit. D backs are a tough team to bet on this year. They're not the strongest team. Bum Garner, is he a bum? Is he washed up? Bum Garner is obviously one of the best hitting pitchers in baseball. He had his crazy stretch on the Giants where he was unhittable for a, for a stretch, but he's a little bit washed. I like your anti Lance Lynn. Uh, pitch there i actually am looking at d-backs at plus 104 uh on on a on a specific book here uh and may be inclined to take that one kyle i actually it wasn't on my radar i got three other games that i had picked they don't want to overdo it don't want to uh don't want to pick too, too many games i said you know like to our listeners that you don't have to pick every game you don't have to bet every day just bet on what stands out to you do a little gut check but also have some sort of sound analysis obviously you don't have to go too too far into it I'm not going to touch that game, but I uh, applaud you for for the anti-Lance Lynn uh, uh, take right there.
0: Yep. So uh, it was just, you know, I remember um, going to the ALDS a couple years ago. And, um, you know, Lance Lynn was on the mound. And I was excited to have gotten back to watch some playoff baseball. And Lance Lynn uh, was left into the game far too long Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: imploded against your Sox. Uh, yep. as I was there live. And ever since then, the vendetta has been on. So we are big well, anti-Lancelin.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. anti-Red Sox continuing to play baseball this year with how they're looking because they could be the worst team in the league so far. Just oh. very, very underwhelming. It's a painful first five games so far, the one and four stretch. And today, guess who they're pitching or playing? The person who I say is the best pitcher in baseball, someone who I also said I was going to bet every time he's on the mound. And I have to go against my word because I cannot a- – bet against my Red Sox, but Sox are facing DeGrom today with a former Yankee, Nathan Navaldi on the mound. I'm very high on Nathan Navaldi, but I can't touch that game. Mets are heavy favorites at minus 200, and I'm just going to watch as a fan, and hopefully the Sox uh, pull out a win, but also I want DeGrom to have a good stretch this year, because I am very high on him as well. So I'm very conflicted in this one, not going to touch it. The games that I am interested in, Kyle, I really like Scherzer on the mound, on the Nationals, we will always like Scherzer, Um, not the strongest start against the Yanks last week in the season opener. Granted, they didn't finish their game. It, you know, it ended in six, and the, it was a complete game. They did let up a couple home runs. So I really like Scherzer coming out. Nats are 1-4. They got to pull out a win here. They're playing the Jays, who are a stronger team. But I actually like national spread. I know I said on our last episode I don't like taking the spread, but I really like Scherzer on the mound today. Nats pulling out a win, minus 1.5 at minus 108. So I'm taking Scherzer. And one other game I really like is the Brewers over the Pirates, money line at minus 150.
0: Okay. Okay. Now for the, the Mets socks, I'm definitely going to get in on that action. Definitely taking the Mets today with Degrom on the mound. I am not taking that money line at minus 200. That's a little bit ridiculous for a baseball game. I'm never going to go with a heavy favorite that far. Um, but run line is minus one Oh five, uh, for a guy like Jacob de I am intrigued, especially when the Mets offense has been rolling in Boston, especially I, uh, feel like if you're ever going to be confident in the Mets, this is the right situation to do so. A uh, couple big back games for them, and then they got their ace on the mound. So I'm going to roll with the Mets in this one. Um, actually, speaking to the national game, too, I'm probably going to get in and on with the run line there. Uh, I, don't minus, uh, I don't mind that value for Scherzer. Uh, my, you know, the run line is one and a half, and you get minus 120. So I'm confident on that, and I'm actually going to parlay the Mets – Yankees, and Nationals
1: uh, run lines together. Ooh, a little three-gamer. There we yeah, go. Mets-Sox, yeah. Met by the way, even though they played yesterday in Boston, is in Flushing. It's at City Field. So I guess they did an overnight trip. And the MLB schedule is always going to throw me for a loop this year with whatever they're pulling, uh, just given this crazy shortened season. But, yeah, it's actually in New York. Uh, interesting caveat. Did not realize that. Glad we caught that. Um, you know how, how how advantageous is home field advantage slightly, not nearly as much as with fans, but obviously players prefer to play home. Uh yeah, interesting caveat there. Um, again, not touching it because Red Sox are abysmal and it's painful to watch. But uh, also, what, what we had one more was the Rays Braves game. You you and I were discussing. You were t- you were high on the Rays. I was high on the Braves. I like. Broken on the mound. Um, I really like Braves at minus 128. Rays have come out hot. They're 4-1 in the year so far, so it's tough to bet against a team like that, but Rays are slightly favored. The line is telling me take the Braves.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on what the line is telling you. Um, even still, I'm flying in the face of what that is, and I just like what I've seen from the race so far. I think it's a good start. Um, Charlie Morton on the round, who hasn't gotten off to a great start this season, but again, Tough to say anything about starts when it's only been a couple of games for most everybody. Um, But I still like what the Rays are doing, man. I I think that they're a better team that a lot of people give them credit for. I know there's a lot of other trendy, you know, the come up teams. And I feel like uh, even though they're in my own division, I feel like they don't really get discussed enough. So uh, I think that's a a sleepy, strong team. I, I think they've gotten off to a good start and I don't see any reason to Think that that shouldn't continue, especially while the Braves are still trying to find their footing in the early going. Uh, they're not going to keep playing the Mets every time out, you know. So, right. you know, for me at this point, it's more like a it's a Braves proving game because you know I'm actually pretty high on the Braves over the course of the season. We both that. are. We
1: both had them in the Braves uh, team total wins yeah. uh, over uh, on, a, on a previous episode.
0: Yeah, just si- just situationally right now, I think you got to go with the Rays. I- I'm fine, not really, you know, chancing it on the Braves, but I agree that's what the line say. Either yeah. way. Uh, pretty strong overall slate here. I mean, there's even some good late action. Uh, you know, my Padres, my beloved Padres with Fernando Tatis Jr. playing at night. Uh, San Diego want, dads. Yeah, the, the Friars are out there. Um, you know, so a lot of good action if you're interested. But again, you don't have to chance it every single day as Jensen has reminded you to gamble and wager responsibly. So uh, with that being said, um, you know, let's try to make some money today. Uh, we got a couple interesting plays here, and... You know, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.
1: Yep, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow with some more wins. Hopefully, we keep the streak rolling. Six and two on the year, looking to come back a little. Nine and two next. Uh, next episode, we'll see. But it's been nice to, to ride the gravy train so far, Kyle.
0: So far, so good. Glad baseball's back. Uh, hopefully, the Marlins don't ruin it for the rest of us. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow.
1: Catch you.